Thanks, babe. Bye-bye. Hello and welcome back to What Do You Think About Books. Today we are going to be talking about Six of Crows, which is the first book in the Six of Crows duology by Leigh Bardugo. Um, Dana, first thoughts? Um, I love this book. I think I think I liked it more than Shadow and Bone, actually. Just the characters were a lot better and a lot more flawed and there was just a lot more plot that was, I don't know, it was much more inst- <laughs> interesting than all three books combined. And I just, I just loved all the characters. Alina and Mal and the other books, they weren't my favorite, but these new characters are pretty awesome. That is a popular sentiment. I did like Six of Crows more than Shadow and Bone. I actually started reading Leigh Bardugo with Six of Crows. And <clears throat> yeah. So my first thoughts were that, gosh darn, this book is so good. I really liked it. It was at least as good as I remember it being. So yeah. And yeah, it was. I also, I still like Wylan, even though he doesn't get any POVs in this book. He's still one of my favorite characters. And Jesper, because I like Jesper. Jesper's funny. Jesper's really, Jesper's great. Um, I did miss the creative part of books that I like imagining characters because I did watch the show and these characters were on the show. So whenever I think of the characters, I think of those people, those actors, so I just can't get the image of them out of my mind, which kind of ruined some of it for me. But, like, author did a great job. It just me. It won't affect my overall writing of the book, though. Um, I don't know. It just feel it feels like I, I liked seeing the show, and I think all the characters were done so well in the show. They were exactly how I imagined them to be my first time through like I didn't have any problems maybe Kaz's hairstyle was a little bit weird a little bit less I don't know I had I had issues with Kaz's hairstyle but that's about it (laughs) honestly it's just a personal thing yeah when I first started reading the book because like you see it you hear about Kaz like there's a description of him at the start and like they did a great job picking an actor like amazing job fits very well and um so because I watched the show I knew a lot more about Jesper so I was very surprised when he was a fabricator because like like they didn't talk about in the show they might include that later on um but (laughs) yeah oh and um the Nina Zenik plot that is kind of after the show like the thing that happened in the show it is it's cool how it lines up i just i know i'm just saying good things about the show but show's really good you should watch it anyway yes i okay if i may talk about the show a little bit i liked i really liked seeing how nina zenik uh, seeing the nina zenik plot like for reals because I watched I read the books before I watched the show Dana watched the show before she read the books so anyway so yeah the show was also a prequel to the books so I think it does line up pretty well and 
I'm just trying to think of when the ice court plot will actually come to the Six of Crows characters because in the books, the Nina Zenik plot takes place a year before. I'm sorry. The <laughs> a year before the um main plot of the book. So I'm not entirely sure how they're going to like incorporate that if they're going to go back to Ketterdam and then Vanek's going to be like, oh, you failed me once, but I have another job for you. And then they're just going to accelerate the timeliner a little bit or they're going to have some adventures in Ketterdam before they set off for the ice court. Because I'm and if they don't do the ice court plot in the show, then I will be very disappointed and. I don't think they're not going to... I don't think they're going to disappoint me because they have not disappointed me one bit in the show so far. But we're not talking about the show. We're talking about the book series. So, um... <laughs> okay, so I... Another thing I sometimes don't like about book is books is how they make a plan and then they, like, do that plan and it, like, works really well. And in this book, they had a plan, but they had to improvise a lot and there was a lot of times where you didn't know what was going on you didn't know if it was planned or if that was actually supposed to happen which I loved and at the end when they were coming back I knew it was all too good to be true they had like done this thing they were about to get all that money I knew something was gonna go wrong it was just uh like the moment there's so much suspense when they were like getting out the money and it was like oh no something something bad's gonna happen yeah and then it did why did you think there were no wyland viewpoints in this book why because like we learn we learn at the end because wyland has the secret of his father being really bad So, I don't think you heard from his perspective because I think deep down he totally knew that his father didn't like him because he was there. And if you had that perspective, you would have known earlier and you wouldn't have had that big reveal at the end. Oh, definitely. It wasn't just deep down, though. It was like he knew, and you'll get to see a little bit more of this in the next book, that his father was really evil but Kaz and the other people thought that Wyland could be used as like insurance against his dad because they didn't think he was useless and I don't know and and then Wyland told them they that they couldn't use him as insurance and Kaz was probably like what you you really should have told me this earlier but I guess we'll just use some um tailoring tricks to pull it off instead anyway um i didn't understand why he didn't say it at the start when kaz like first had him and he was explaining why they actually brought wylan he was like i'm using him as a something for yeah yeah and he was there he could have said something he he knew like did he just not trust them or did he want i know he wanted to stay on the team. He wanted to have a place. And he if he said something, he probably would have been kicked off. Knowing Cass, if there's no reason for them, you're gone. Yeah, I don't know. It feels like he also had some trauma about all that, too. And, like, 
his dad was literally like treating him as just like nothing because he couldn't read or write, which he saw as like intrinsic qualities. <coughs> Avatar reference. <coughs> anyway. So, yeah. <sighs> okay. I was debating whether to bring this up because it's super nitpicky, but you know how I, how I am, and I just, I, I can't resist. So, in chapter 21, Inej is walking into Deerholm, and it's hearing Kala, and everything's, like, super festive, and she notices these cookies hanging up on a tree, and it's the book says like ornaments like this wouldn't be too bad if you thought about it a little bit because ornaments can also mean like things that you hang just like anywhere that look festive and don't serve any real purpose like trinkets or something I don't know so like at first glance you might be like oh yeah they're talking about that definition but why would they say like ornaments? Because the cookies are being hung up on the tree as ornaments in that scenario. But that definition of ornaments is like slightly archaic and like it would make sense for it to be used in a fantasy novel. But like when it says like, what the author is implying that it means is that they're... Is that Inej is trying to use the modern Earth definition of ornaments, which is Christmas ornaments, and that's yeah. So, in essence, why is it English part three? Yeah, because um, that Christian Christianity is not a religion in this book. I didn't even notice that. Thank you for pointing that out. If you really think about it, I guess the author probably didn't think you were going to really dig deep on that. But if, yeah, wow. Because, yeah, there's no religion where they hang ornaments on trees. And, like, I don't, mm. I don't know. Um, Maybe she thought that ornaments weren't edible things. And maybe... Like ornaments in that world were traditionally, tradition, traditionally, um, I don't know, like ribbons or uh, bells or I don't know all that stuff. And maybe they, so you wouldn't normally see cookies on a tree. And she was just saying they look similar to what she describes as ornaments, but they weren't exactly how what she's seen as ornaments before. Okay, fair point. But I just, I think if she's going to use that definition of ornaments, she should probably provide some explanation. Like, if she was using, like, ornaments, then she might she might have put another sentence saying, ornaments were supposed to be blah 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 or something along those lines probably not that because that was that would be slightly too blatant just slightly but <laughs> okay so now that we've got that over i just needed to yell about that a little bit let's talk about something else okay um 
Kaz. He's a really cool character. I just hate his character. Um, he's like his. The author did a really great job, but he's so not likable. I don't understand how anyone could ever like him, cause he's just. He's all like, uh, I can't be weak, cause weak is bad, and that's how. Uh, my brother died, and that's bad. And it's like, I mean, I get your brother died. That's really sad, and that's messed up. And but like, you can't just like not have any emotional attachment with anyone. And like, uh, you're never gonna get anywhere in life. Well, I mean, you will, but like, you're gonna be very unhappy for your whole life if you just sit there moping. And being mean to everyone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I share the same sentiments as you do about Kaz. I really like how he is such a villain of another story. But there's so many people that are worse than him. Like yeah. the Fjordans and Van Eck and Pekka Rollins probably epilogue may discount that but i don't know pecker Rollins is an interesting character because he is literally doing the exact same thing to other people that he is getting revenge on somebody else for and that is completely a villain trope but it's being but kaz is a hero because he is put under circumstances that require him to be a hero because he is pursuing heroism to get vengeance upon somebody else which are his villainous kind of goals but I don't know so Kaz would most definitely be a villain of another story and I mean the fact that he frees Pekka Rollins probably means he would be more of an anti-villain but that's an anti-villain by the way is like an anti-hero but a villain um i really really love that he is the hero because i love a flawed hero like i hate when the hero is just like oh i'm so awesome and nice like (laughs) i never do anything wrong and i'm so smart and everyone is super trustworthy and no one will ever stab me in the back and it's like we get it you're perfect and you trust everyone, but it's like, Kaz is really, I feel like, I like someone who's flawed, but it was like a little too far for me. Like a little, like, get a, gone a little less. Yeah. That's all I gotta say. Yes, I just, I don't know, this is just, I really liked just all six crows. It's the Nina Matthias banter is the best, and Wyland Jesper just. I I'm I was going to say a spoiler for Crooked Kingdom there, but I'm not going to, and we all know it's going to happen. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and Kaz and Inej are just like Inej is just so badass, and she's just she's she's I I love her, um, and. Yeah. And Kaz is all the things we just talked about. So, yes, all six crows are just uh, amazing. Leigh Bardugo was 
I think a little bit weaker on characters in Shadow and Bone because Oh yeah. <laughs> like you were talking about <coughs> Lena. <laughs> um so anyway <laughs> I do like Alina and Mal together. Like, that is good. (laughs) (laughs) We know, Dana. We know. We know. Everyone in the world disagrees with you. I know at least one person who agrees with me. That is is my friend at school. She's cool. And And we talked about it. And I'm like, I like Alina and Mal together. And she's like, me too. And I'm like, what? So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I'm not the only one. Yours is the, your opinion is the most popular one. Because it's the better opinion. It's not better. It's it's equally good. But it's not better. <laughs> no, it's not. Um. <laughs> oh, this is a discussion we have almost every week. So, anyway, don't you? But don't you agree that Alina and Mal should be shipped in the show? No. <laughs> I mean, Mal's a lot more likable in the show. Yeah. Didn't you say you liked a hero that was flawed? Yeah, but Mal's just too flawed for me. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, let's talk about that another time and leave this for Six of Crows discussion. Because so far, about half of this has been either show or book or shadow and bone discussion. So, yeah. Um. Let's get back on track. Mm, what else did I want to talk about? Um, I might as well say it. Jesper and Wylan are just such a great couple. It's just like... It's it's pretty obvious in this book, so I thought I could just like come out and say it. Because we all, we all know it's going to happen, and they're just so great together. Yes. I agree, but that touched on another point. Everyone keeps calling Wylan a kid. They're only a year older than him. Well, okay, so about that, and I did want to talk about this. They ha- this crows had to grow up really fast, and Willen, Wy- Wylan, Willen, Wylan, Wylan. And Wylan didn't, because he was a merchant's son for all his life, up to the past three months. And even then, he wasn't subjected to the full harshness of the barrel, because he was being protected by Kaz's people. So, all like, all of the crows, except for him and maybe Jesper, had to grow up, like, really fast. And they didn't really have that time where they got to be a teenager and like be a teenager I don't know like even Matthias didn't get that because he was he started being a Driscoll from like 13 years old so well I'm not entirely sure if it was 13 
I made that number up, but it was pretty it was pretty darn young. I think we learn the exact number in Crooked Kingdom. But I can't be sure. Anyway. Yes. They had to grow up really, really fast. Okay. Yeah, I get that. I mean, well, Nina didn't really have to. Well, she was a Grisha in the little palace, and you know how that goes with Shadow and Bone. Well, during her early years of teenagehood, um, I think she was fine. She was studying, and she was good. But I guess it all kind of went really bad at the end, because she didn't actually get to finish her studies. Because... Yeah, I guess so. You you bring up a really good point about that. But, yeah. He has a young mind. And everyone else has a very adult mind. Alright. So, is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Or should we go to our ratings and predictions? Um, I'm good. Okay. Let's go to ratings and predictions then. So... I'm going to give this book a 10 out of 10 because I just loved it. Despite the nitpick about stuff and things. I I loved it. It was great. Um, 9 out of 10. I really loved it, but... Um... I don't know. It's just not my favorite book. Um, characters were all really good. But it's I didn't like it enough for ten out of ten. All right, so predictions. I'm not doing predictions because I know what's going to happen. But you should do predictions. Okay, so here's what's going to happen. <clears throat> They're going to find a way. Well, try to find a way to get an edge back, and Kaz is going to be like, "Yeah, uh, I just want the money." And I don't really care that much about Inej because I don't care about anybody. And so he's going to do that and everyone's going to be like, no one believes you, Kaz. Like, we all know. And then they're going to try and they're going to try to do some stuff and they're going to scheme around and steal some stuff probably. And then they're going to get Inej back and then they're going to get that money because they need their money back. Yeah. Okay. Um, I liked your cast impression there. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm just I I just want the body. Yeah. Okay. That's my impression of your cast impression. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 So the next book we the next book we are reading is Crooked Kingdom. By Leigh Bardugo. It's the second book in the <laughs> six of Crow's duology. Yeah. We did it. We did it. Um, yeah, so bye. See ya next time for episode 26. Six. Oh, wait, no. Crooked Kingdom, right? Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. Cool. Okay.